Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you focus on what works best for you and your family. I'll also be interviewing Aisha Barber, who is an Emmy Award winner and one of the top 100 Coldwell Banker real estate agents in the DC metro area. She shares how she and her husband have been able to be successful working parents. For more information about Aisha, please visit AishaSellsNova.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. What works best for you and your family? For many generations, there's been a formula for how kids should be raised. And many times that formula works really well. But unfortunately, as technology advances or jobs evolve, sometimes that formula doesn't always work. In the past, there was always one parent who was a stay-at-home parent, and historically, it was always the mother. Now, as things have evolved, that's not necessarily the case. Many times, parents are torn between what is healthy for their family system, as well as how much money they need to make to provide for their family. How do you determine what's right for you and your family? One of the main things is to determine what is the measurement of success for your family. And the way you can do that is to maybe break it down into a few categories. Financial success, emotional success, spiritual success, if that's important to you, health success. Those particular elements are really important to determine that because unfortunately, if the measurement of success is solely focused on finances to be able to provide for your family, and once again, that perfectly makes sense, but if it's only focused on that, then unfortunately, other areas in your family system are going to break down. When you look at those different categories, it's important for you and your spouse, or even if you're a single parent, to determine what does that success look like. Financially, is there a certain amount of money that you think you need to be able to provide for your family. There's a difference between need versus want. We always want more money, but it doesn't necessarily mean we need more money because if you think you need more money and that means you work more and more and more, then unfortunately, maybe the working parent won't be able to spend as much time with their children or if they have a spouse to be able to enjoy that. So we really wanna look at the difference between need versus want in that respect because just because you can work more and earn more doesn't mean you necessarily should in that moment. And that will be a measurement of success. When it comes to spending time with your family, the nurturing part of it, that is really important to determine what success looks like as well. Another element to really look at is communication. How do you have effective communication within your family? 
Remember, we're always communicating, but it doesn't mean we're communicating effectively. Even looking at the types of schools, some people have the ability to put their children in a private school if that's what they feel is healthy. Some go to public school, some homeschool. All of those are wonderful opportunities, but you need to think that through to determine what does success look like. So you really want to look at what makes sense for you individually as a family, as opposed to perhaps what your neighbors are doing or what your siblings are doing or what your parents did for you. Because every family system is going to be different. One of the biggest things is many times we don't think about what success looks like. And when you can really map that out and think that through for your family on the different categories that are important to you, you'll determine what really is success for you. And that's then how you'll be able to determine what are the things you want to do with your family or how do you want them to grow? How do you want them to develop? What activities should they have? Should there be a stay-at-home parent? Should there not be a stay-at-home parent? That will really allow you to get in front of perhaps what the world says you should or shouldn't do. You'll find that your family will grow exponentially. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today is Aisha Barber, who's an Emmy Award winner and one of the top 100 Coldwell Banker agents in the D.C. metro area. She's also a wife, a mother of two, and a community organizer and volunteer, and more importantly, one of my closest friends. Welcome to my show, Aisha. Hi, James. How are you? I'm so excited about this. We've been talking about this forever, so I'm so glad I finally was able to get you on the books, and you're going to tell us about your amazing life. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Now, before we get started, this was really funny for me. I remember we were at, I was at dinner one time with you and they were talking, your dad was talking about um, the Emmy Awards and you're like, yeah, I have one. And I was like, oh, that's very funny. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> two minutes later, you come out with your, your Emmy. I'm like, wait, what? You actually had one. Tell us about that. We're going to talk about the rest of your life, but tell us about how that even happened. I'm very casual about that, Emmy. <laughs> and I forget that it's a major accomplishment, but yeah, it just, it doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't strike me as a major accomplishment for me. It's, it's sure. weird. Um, but I was 19. I worked at the Olympics in Atlanta and um, the show that I worked on received an Emmy. So therefore, I, I, we all got Emmys. Did you actually go to the, the ceremony? I did not. We were on vacation. We were um, on, uh, I think we were in Europe that summer or whenever it was, whenever it happened. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, we didn't go to the Emmys. Wow. Well, who knows? Yeah. When I get my Emmy, maybe you will be my, 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 was plus one. my plus one. There you go. Me? Yeah. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> now, you are also one of the top 100 Coldwell Banker agents, real estate agents in the DC metro area. First off, Correct. congratulations. Thank you. Did you always know that you wanted to be a real estate agent? Oh, no. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I started off in television. My father got me into the television um, Mm -hmm. game. It just runs in our family. Yeah, your sister's as well. Yeah, come to think of it. Yeah, my sister's a producer. My other sister's a producer. Um, One sister has a production company that is doing so well. I'm just super proud of her. But um, yeah, so it just runs in our blood. It's in our family. We've done television. I lived in New York. I worked for 106 and Park as their production coordinator. And I came back down here and I just thought, you know, I don't want to do television anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just a very high stress environment and sure. it wasn't making me happy. 
I ended up getting a job at uh, Prudential, which is no longer even a real estate company. I don't think. I think they're gone. But um, is it like a, I, I thought it was always like an insurance company or something. Prudential. No, they, no, oh. they had real estate as well. Oh, I um, so I was their marketing coordinator, and um, and that's how I got into real estate. And I just saw how things were working. I saw what people were doing, and um, I realized like I couldn't really go much further in the marketing department. Mm-hmm. Like there's only so far you can go. So then I thought, let me try to get my real estate license and I got it and I was good at it and I loved it. And I just, you know, kept going. Yeah. Well, a little aside here, my listeners don't know this, but I actually had the opportunity to be one of her, of Aisha's clients. I was, um, traveling in Europe myself. In fact, I was in London for, for a month and Aisha sold my house. In fact, she put it, I was on the market for nine days, got a contract, Boom, it was gone. So any of my listeners out there who are going to use Aisha as a real estate agent, which I definitely recommend, you'll be incredibly surprised. She went over the top for me, over the top for what I, I thought a real estate agent should do. You would definitely be um, more than happy if you'd use her services. But it was it was so seamless. That's my goal. It's because moving is so, it's so stressful. It's one of the most stressful things that you can yes. do. And so I try to alleviate that stress and just make it as smooth as possible. And I find that just being really organized helps mm-hmm. with that. Like if yeah, you can just organized. keep people on top of the transaction and let them know what's going on and give them a calendar and just keep them involved. So there's no surprises and it just makes it, it makes it so much easier. Well, I, before we get into your personal life, because I really want listeners to, I guess the whole goal of this show is for everyone to understand working parents can still be very successful and also be very successful with their kids as well. So that's one thing I really want to focus on the show, but I want to go back to your, your job as, as a real estate agent. Why do you think it's one of the most difficult things for customers um, or sellers to maybe trust their agent? Because I know at times you can be like, this is where I think the trend is. This is what I think is going to happen because you've had years of experience, but they don't listen. Why do you think that the the customer is all all of a sudden the expert? Huh? That's an interesting question. Um, I don't know if it's because of all of the real estate shows out there that people (laughs) watch (laughs) and they think, oh, well, I watch this show, so I know how this works. I Mm -hmm. can do this. But there's so much more involved than just what you see on TV, you know? And, um, yeah, I think that might be a huge part of it right there. That's a good point. I like that. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So that's my answer. There you go. Well, there you go. Well, (laughs) rally TV. There you go. You're creating a nightmare for true professional real estate agents. You're (laughs) making it so hard. (laughs) (laughs) But it is interesting because if someone's very firm, I'm I'm at this certain price and then someone comes to like maybe $4,000 less, all of a sudden that $4,000, which is a lot, don't get me wrong, but all of a sudden that $4,000, it's like, oh my gosh, we have to have that. And the grand scheme of things that $4,000 could potentially stop someone from selling in a major return on their, on their, on their house. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, when you're financing $4,000, it's not that bad, but to that seller, $4,000, that means a lot to them. That's, sure. that's a huge difference, you know? So Especially because they have like blood, sweat and tears or whatever, if, if it's, was a fixer up or they did it themselves. So like, my gosh, this is what I'm going to get because I put so much into it. Exactly. Not minimizing exactly. their struggle. Yeah. But $4,000 at the end of the day, if you're trying to move on to the next chapter of your life may not have as much weight when you really step back and find that perspective. Yeah. 
You're absolutely right. Very good point. So switching gears here. So you have two amazing children. In fact, I'm going to brag on Avery, your oldest daughter, who um, was is actually featured in Michelle Obama's book. She was also yes. um, interviewed by Michelle Obama. So um, it's an amazing clip. In fact, they did a meme with her. Yeah, her. they did. My daughter has a meme. My four-year-old daughter had a meme. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like, what about the pillows or something like that? Anyway, yeah, and that was it. <laughs> so real quickly, what is the, what is the, the name of the clip so people can, re- can uh, find that if they want? Do you remember? Um, I think it was, um, well, if you Google it, it would be uh, Michelle Obama interviews little girls. Um, and then I, I think that's how it would come up. But it was a Cosmopolitan. Gotcha. It, it was from Cosmopolitan. And it was about, wasn't it about um, Michelle leaving the White House? What should she take? It was um it was kind of like girl empowerment and education. It was like and you know, it's really funny. On the clip, they cut out one amazing scene. Um, one of the questions Michelle Obama asked was, How do you what happens if you go to another country and you don't speak the language? And like some people, two girls said, Oh, you could wave, you could smile. And Avery was like, You should learn the language. And <laughs> well, there um, you go, she was Avery. like, and Michelle Obama was like, uh, what do you mean? And Avery goes, Well, my my friend Alec, he speaks Russian. And so we learned how to say hello to him in Russian and she said it perfectly. Like I asked other Russian people, I was like, is this how you say it? And they're like, oh yeah. Yeah. So she's like teaching (laughs) Michelle Obama Russian. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Avery's amazing. And of course, Liam, your little boy is fantastic as well. But how did you figure out your way? Because I know I have so many listeners right now listening and say, well, I, you know, I'm a stay at home mother, which is amazing. And other people say, well, I I also work full time or work part time. How did you and your husband, how did you figure out how that worked for you? Because I think you have a slightly different take and how maybe traditional stay at home parents or traditional home, Mm -hmm. both working parents, how that works. So how would, how did you guys navigate that for yourself? Well, it was um, complicated. So when Avery was first born, I was like, I am woman, hear me roar. Mm -hmm. I can do this all. There was one time where I was like literally nursing her and typing up a contract. (laughs) And um, I was so proud of myself. I was like, man, I am awesome. I am killing it. And I sent the contract over and my clients were like, "Um, you spelled our names wrong. I'm not really killing it like I think I am. So then I learned, okay, I I do want to have time with my daughter. I want to mm-hmm. be there for her as much as possible, but I have to work. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we went back and forth with how, what we we're going to do. And I decided that having a nanny would be best for mm-hmm. my situation because I do work from home a lot. And um, I like the fact that the kids are home and the nanny's downstairs with them. So if I do have some free time, I can go downstairs and Mm -hmm. hang out with them and tell them I love them. And then, you know, I can go back upstairs and work or I can go out and show clients properties. Mm -hmm. I I felt that that was the best situation for me. Um, And everybody's different. You know, I have a lot of friends whose kids are in daycare and they love it. They love that they can drop them off at six o'clock in the morning and pick them up at six o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. But I I liked having somebody in the house. And I I believe that learning different languages is so important. So my nanny, my current nanny speaks Spanish and Italian. And so my kids um, are learning Spanish and they're, you know, they're dabbling in Italian. And my daughter is also in the Spanish immersion program. And Mm -hmm. Every day, what she learns amazes me. It's just it, her Spanish is incredible. Um, 
But yeah, I, I just, I liked, I loved having, I love having a nanny. I really and, do. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, not everybody's able to do that. So that's wonderful that you, you and James are able to, to, to provide that for them. For mm-hmm. you, was there a specific reason why you wanted them at home per se, besides your ability to go downstairs and, and love on them as well? Was there any specific reasons around that, that that's what made most sense for you? No, it was just me being selfish and me being like, <laughs> I want to see my kids when yeah. I want to see them. Sure. So no specific reasons. Um, a part of me was a little bit afraid they might get germs at the daycare. You know, with mm-hmm. your first kid, you're so paranoid about sure. everything. Um, and it probably is better for them to get germs, to be honest, because it sure, builds yeah. up the immune system. So mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, that, that was why I kept them at home. But it was mostly because I'm selfish. I wanted to see them <laughs> as much as possible. Well, they're incredibly adorable, so I could definitely understand why. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what would be some of the advice you would give a working parent? Because the father and the mother are just as important as far as the working component. What would be some right. advice you would give either one of them? Some advice that I would give a working parent. Yeah, I'm totally um, putting you on the spot here. Uh, yeah. You know, so I've crunched the numbers with mm-hmm. having – a nanny and daycare. And honestly, they're about the same. I mean, if, oh, really? Interesting. I, yeah, they, yeah, it really is. You've just, you've got to interview people, of course, but, um, I would tell people to get a nanny if they could. And mm. another thing that's nice about the nanny is that, um, you can say, Hey, if I'm not working, then you can have the day off and like, you can adjust the hours. Like with daycare, it's those hours, you're paying that price no matter what. But with hmm. a nanny, you can kind of say, um, yeah, don't worry about Tuesday or Wednesday because I'm going to be home. So you can just have the day off then. And it, I, I just find it's more flexible. I really like that. I had no idea that it was commensurate or equal as far as when you really crunch numbers. I and mean, of course, there's going to be a little bit, you know, ebb and flow at different times, depending on where you live, of course. But mm-hmm. that is really, uh, that's, that's really, I guess, um, a great way to a great spin, a great thought to put in one's yeah. mind to say, well, let me, let me truly crunch numbers because you're right. I mean, childcare is so expensive. It really is. You have no idea. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like tuition for, to university. A lot yeah. of times. Especially yeah. if you have two kids or, you know, the more children you have trying to be in daycare, it, it is pretty exhausting. That would make sense why one parent probably would stay home because it is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Without endorsing anything, how did you find your nanny? Luck, basically. Mm-hmm. So I like asking people directly if they know anybody who's looking for a nanny position. Like I've tried, you know, the care.coms and the other places and it's never really worked out for me. I know it's worked out for some people. It just hadn't worked out for me. So I just started asking around. I would ask like, um, just friends, family, and, um, the nanny that we have currently, um, we found her because our nanny at that time was going to her home country. And she said, you know, I'm leaving, but don't worry about it. I found somebody for you to like, like take my place while I'm gone. And it just worked out beautifully. And, you know, we love, we love Carla. She's a part of our family. She's just a wonderful person. So that was, that was very lucky on our end. That's, that's really great. As you see your children grow and you see perhaps, I don't say comparing, but just seeing some of the kids who are perhaps in, um, and daycare versus the ones, your children at home, do you see that your children are growing, uh, I guess, socially as, and learning just as much as kids who may be in daycare? That's a really interesting point. So um, 
I actually just put my son back into preschool Mm -hmm. because he's going into kindergarten next year. And I felt like he needed a little refresher course. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can see a difference in him going to preschool. Like he's, he's always played with other kids, but he used to kind of freak out. Like if somebody took a toy from him, he would just go nuts. And, um, he's just learning how to share more and how to interact with others. And so maybe being with the nanny last year kind of just isolated him. Mm -hmm. And so we put him in day, we put him in, um, not daycare, we put him in preschool Mm -hmm. just to, just to expose him to other kids. Which I think is really smart anyway, because you know, I, in my mind, I was thinking this in the first place that kids were already in, um, that kids in general, if they had a nanny would already be in school. Mm -hmm. I can see how that, um, social interaction is really important at a day camp or daycare type of, um, setting. Uh, but yeah, but I think it is important to, to kind of weigh that out. I think for for all the parents listening, you know, that definitely is going to be another facet maybe to, um, to think about if, if you do kind of revisit or revamp your own working parenting style when it comes to what your kids do. So excellent point. Met with Avery though, because you know, she's, she's older, obviously. So that you obviously that wouldn't affect her at all. No, 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 no. she's fine. She's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. She's never had a problem making friends. She has never met a stranger. Like we can go anywhere in the world and she will find a way to make friends. She's totally fine. Yeah, she's she's very very gregarious. That's for sure. Yes. Now switching gears back to uh, real estate. When I first met you, you, had, you were with a different company, and now you're with Coldwell Bankers. I guess give me a little bit more insight. Is when it comes to you're grounded in what you do, you're incredibly successful with what you do. What are some pitfalls if if people let's transition to perhaps your career itself? What are some some pitfalls or some some things that people who want to go in the real estate business should kind of be aware of? Um, I think. A lot of people go into the real estate business thinking that, you know, wow, I'm just going to make so much money, but it actually costs a lot of money to be in the mm-hmm. real estate business. There's yeah. a lot of dues. I, I there's just, oh, a really? lot. I didn't know that. oh yeah. gosh, there's a lot of expenses. Um, and I think sometimes people also think, oh, I can do this part-time and you really can't. If you do it part-time, you're doing a disservice to your clients because mm-hmm. you have got to be there for them all the time. I mean, you just never know when a person's going to find a property that they want to look at. You can't say to them, oh, oh, well, I'm at work today, but I can show you Mm -hmm. the property two days from now during the weekend because it's going to be gone. So you you just can't do it part-time. It's all or nothing. Yeah, which I, which I think is a really good point. I mean, I, I do know so many people, especially down here in Florida where I live, everybody's a real estate agent. I think I'm probably the only one who is not. But I think everybody... <laughs> you should get your license. I, I know, maybe I should. <laughs> I want to jump on the bandwagon. But but I do think that is something that everybody, you know, they, they think, or I'm my own real estate agent, I can represent myself. And yeah, that's true. You know, you don't have to pay that 3% or whatever. Um, but I, I do think that when people have perhaps a part-time or something like that, if not, uh, or part-time license that they're not fully able to maybe know all the trends, you know, you can, mm-hmm. if you're not fully immersed in it like you are, then yeah, I can see how they perhaps would do their, their even themselves a disservice because they don't yes. necessarily know what's coming up next. What's the next, um, next trend. And I, I do think that that is something just for all people to be aware of that. It's a great opportunity, but once again, you don't know what you don't know. Yes, correct. Yeah. What's next for you moving forward with real estate? I mean, you're going to be like the real estate agent of the world. Or I gonna, am. Get I'm Emmy going for that global. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I should buy for global. Global real estate agent. <laughs> I don't know what's next for me. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so many 
I love real estate. I love what I do. I, yeah. I can't see myself doing anything else right now, even though a friend of ours, a mutual friend, um, is like, you should get in television. I'm like, what? How, how am I going to do that? But it, it's just funny. We're going to have to talk gonna... about that offline because I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, no. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Yes. We'll talk about it later. But yeah. I, That's exciting. I don't know. I, I love real estate. Maybe I could have a real estate show. And, yes. Um, and you could teach them the yeah. real ins and outs of it. Exactly. I can teach <laughs> I can teach them that just because you're an agent doesn't mean you're going to get a million dollar listing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Aisha Barber, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you be here and share your wisdom about all the different amazing things you're doing. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and get to know you and maybe, especially if they're in the Washington DC metro area, and they want to work with you, where would they find this information online? Um, they can check me out at AishaSellsNova.com. That's A-I-S-H-A, Sells Nova, um, Northern Virginia, of course. All of my information's on there. Wonderful. Well, Aisha, thank you once again for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.